0: Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, we're reading Exodus 40. So if you haven't yet read the chapter, pause the episode, go read it, and jump back in. And if you're on the go, you can have the scripture read to you at jointhejourney.com. Just click read with us and scroll down to today's passage. That said, we're in Exodus 40, and in today's chapter, we're reading the instruction book for the tabernacle, or the end of it at least. And no one really likes reading instruction booklets, I'm pretty sure. I mean, if we're real, half of you listening are probably the type of person who gets some furniture from Ikea and just tries to build it without the instructions. We tend to hate instruction booklets. If we read them and use them, they're frustrating, and if we don't, we probably wish we had. So what are we to make of today's chapters? For starters, on chapters like this one, it can be really helpful to look at these passages in different translations. I chose to go with the NLT and verses 1 through 3 read, Then the Lord said to Moses, Set up the tabernacle on the first day of the new year. Place the Ark of the Covenant inside and install the inner curtain to enclose the Ark within the most holy place. Now, As good Bible study would have us observe, one of the observation questions that we can ask is what's repeated? And in the first few paragraphs, we see the instructions to place or set up something repeated over and over again. We've got verse 3, place the ark. Verse 5, place the gold incense altar. Verse 6, place the altar of burnt offering. And then we've got verse 2, set up the tabernacle. Verse 4, set up the lamps. Verse 7, set up the wash basin. Verse 8, set up the courtyard. And these set up in place instructions conclude in verse 16 when we read, Moses proceeded to do everything just as the Lord had commanded him. So the tabernacle was set up on the first day of the first month of the second year. The tabernacle was set up. Now, remember we began with, set up the tabernacle on the first day of the new year. And we conclude in verse 16, these set up instructions with, the tabernacle was set up on the first day of the first month of the second year. The tabernacle was set up. It was ready to be used, or just about. Moses still had to place all the items in it. So we did. That's the next several verses. Moses went in and out of the tabernacle, putting all of the appropriate items in their appropriate places until everything was ready to go. And Moses' work concludes in verse 33. We read, Then he hung the curtains, forming the courtyard around the tabernacle and the altar. And he set up the curtain at the entrance of the courtyard. So at last, Moses finished the work. But the story gets way better because starting in verse 34, we read, Then the cloud covered the tabernacle, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Moses could no longer enter the tabernacle because the cloud had settled down over it, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Now whenever the cloud lifted from the tabernacle, the people of Israel would set out on their journey following it. But if the cloud did not rise, they remained where they were until it lifted. The cloud of the Lord hovered over the tabernacle during the day, and at night, fire glowed inside the cloud so the whole family of Israel could see it. This continued throughout all their journeys. That's how the book of Exodus concludes. If you've made it this far, I'm glad, I'm glad you've been tracking with us. That's the conclusion. Now, in regard to this conclusion, one commentator writes this. When the tabernacle stood complete, God descended in the cloud that so filled the tabernacle that neither Moses nor anyone else could enter. Those are verses 34 through 39. The Jews called this cloud that indicated the special presence of God, the Shekinah, the residence of God. This term does not appear in the Old Testament, but in the Targum. The Targums are explanations of the Hebrew scriptures written later in the Aramaic language for the benefit of Jews who, because of the Babylonian captivity, had not learned Hebrew. So this idea of the Shekinah glory of the Lord is unique to this passage. Finally, the commentator concludes, God was dwelling among his people. His redemption of them was now complete. He had liberated them from bondage in Egypt—that's Exodus chapters 1 through 15—and adopted them as his special treasure—chapters 15 through 40. He had made a covenant with them and now blessed them with his presence. He would guide them from then on throughout all their journeys—verses 36 and 38. The descent of God to take up residence in the midst of his people is therefore a fitting climax with which this book closes. Moses, however— was not able to enter the tabernacle because of the cloud, verse 34. This indicates that more provisions were necessary before fellowship with God could continue. Leviticus explains those provisions. The commentator concludes, and I would agree with them. The book of Exodus, it ends with a problem. Moses, even though he's a Levite, he's of the priestly tribe, cannot go into the tabernacle. But Leviticus, it provides the solution. As Blake Holmes taught me, Leviticus shows us the way to a holy God and the way to walk with a holy God for the Israelites. And while we aren't reading Leviticus in this year's reading plan, we will be releasing a bonus episode this weekend. So for your homework, I'd love to challenge all of us. I know we hear Leviticus, we get a little nervous, but I'd love to challenge all of us to try to get a general feel for the book over the weekend listen to the bonus episode, or read the book's intro in a good study Bible. You'll be blessed by that contextual insight as we read Numbers, which is going to be awesome. I know Numbers gets a bad rep too, but there's some crazy stories in there. We're going to have a lot of fun. And that's all we've got time for today. But I'm grateful we serve a God who desires to dwell with His people. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together.